Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. I need clothes shopping to be better. What fresh hell. Laughing in the face of motherhood. You need to know how to pump gas, which seems like it's going to be incredibly complicated. With Margaret Abels and Amy Wilson. Every once in a while, I'll get really good beach hair. A podcast that solves today's parenting dilemmas so you don't have to. I'm going to think less vague and maybe this will work for you. Everyone, and welcome to What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. This is Margaret. And this is Amy. And today we're talking about things that would be better if they were just a little bit different. Like they're almost there. <laughs> they're so close. Yes. This yes, is basically, I'm going to say, the world. The world is <laughs> right. almost there. If only it was a little bit different. Yeah. And you and I are pretty opinionated people with opinions on things. And guess who else is very opinionated? The very, very many members of our Facebook group, yes. Yeah, that's exactly who I was going to guess. But they're, I'm going to say they're opinionated in a good way. They're not opinionated like, you stink. They're opinionated like, I have great ideas. Yes, exactly. It's the best kind of opinionated. Right, right. They're not like, please stop doing this annoying thing, right? These are helpful ideas. These are cries for help, really, for, as a society. Can we fix all these things to make our lives better? My husband and I have a shorthand for when we're annoying each other, which is thank you for that helpful suggestion, which means stop talking to me and don't ever suggest anything to me again. It's very useful because it's a good marker of like, I'm extremely annoyed with you, but I'm not actually yelling yet. And so we say to each other often, you know, when he's like, you know, if you carry that out first, and I'm like, thank you for the helpful suggestion. It means like back off before I murder you, basically. And I would say that our listener group on Facebook really does have helpful suggestions. Okay, I can legit thank them for all of their helpful suggestions. These are helpful. But I want to start with ours because I have a couple of good ones. I think they're good ones. Things that could be just a little bit better than they are. All right. So here's what I'm suggesting to you first. A clothing store, like a boutique clothing store for women, but everything on the racks is exactly your size and is also guaranteed to fit you correctly and look good on you. What would you think of a story like that? <laughs> I like this. It seems like a little bit of a, it's not a little bit different. I mean, it's not to me, this right. does not pass the 80-20 <laughs> test. This is like 0.02 to 98. This is the 595. <laughs> 98. Yeah. Like it's, you've got a long way to go to for this. I do think that there should be, I'm going to yes and you and say maybe a store that's like by occasion, you know, and that like, and maybe it somehow takes a picture of you. And if I'm buying like black yoga pants for the 10th time, it like beeps and it's like, no, you don't need any more black yoga pants. <laughs> enough black yoga pants. You can't leave the store with it. It's one of those things like they have like leather jackets. Yeah, it would have some sort of like, maybe I would have like a bracelet on and it would track me and it would be like, you do not need any more black yoga pants or any more comfy bras. Like, stop, stop the madness. It, it's the, um, in TJ Maxx, you know, when you try to buy like something that's like over $150, there's like a tag on it that connects actually to the clothes rack and you can't take it with you. I mean, even to try it on, unless somebody comes over and unlocks it for you. That's what you need. That's what I need. And I need a lady to come over and be like, Margaret, hi. So listen, we're not going to be unlocking the yoga pants rack for you today. We have decided as a panel 
that we've had enough. No appeals, no nothing. It's just a no from us. I do have a store in my neighborhood that is like everything in the store is cute and is like line drive, like hip mom. Love it. And yet more and more I go to try the stuff on. Strange how this happens over time. And it's too teeny for me. Or if I put it on, it doesn't look as cute on me as I thought it would. So that's what I want to correct. It's just, this all actually will look good on me if I try it on. I'm going to say that's, yeah, a long way to go. I mean, while we're at it, then I want like a stove that automatically produces dinner at 6 p.m. every night. Like, I, I mean, these are not, I mean, I want that. I don't think the gap is close enough to really serve our purposes, Amy. Not to yuck your yum, but okay. I would like all TV channels to be, you know how they have like MA, like 14 YT or something? They say a rating in the side. Yeah. I would like the rating for my sake to be how much I have to concentrate to follow the show. Mm, like a sliding scale? Like, can I play Candy Crush the entire time I'm watching it and still follow it? Yes. And I maybe would like a floating, like a pop-up video. This is an LD Lux Alert pop-up video. Back in my day. But like a little floating bar, like on Game of Thrones, everybody's t-shirt would be like, I'm the guy who makes the swords, who is the bastard son of the third <laughs> king. Like I would like everybody on TV to have a little thing that reminds me of who they are and where they fit in the story. Even if it's like Love Island, if it's something that without a ton of... Yeah, I mean, even for Love Island, I would still like it to be like, I'm the one who cheated on Jake, and Jake is the guy in the blue swim shorts. Like, I would still, it would definitely help me. Because again, I'm a low concentration viewer of 90% of television. So I just, like, I like to watch Love is Blind while I'm cleaning and doing laundry. I never, and then sometimes I'm like, wait, which one is she? Is she the one who has the troubled past, but is determined to find love. Like, yes, at all times, I would like a little box on everyone's chest reminding me of the key things I need to know about them. That's a zillion dollar idea right there. And you're totally onto something. My daughter was home with a migraine headache and just kind of getting over it anyway, like well enough to like watch TV, but that's about it. And she's like, mom, I can need an idea of something to watch. She had come to the end of Netflix, right? And I was suggesting to her like... Yeah, she was like, I'm done. I've finished. Yeah. I was suggesting various prestige dramas on HBO Max or whatever. And she just was like, not like that, not like that. And it was it was exactly <laughs> she wanted low concentration for like an ebbing migraine taking 80 percent and, you know, dumb show that will distract me taking up 20 percent. I told her to just put on HGTV. Like those are the perfect scroll away and just look up for the reveal right at the end when you see their new living room. Right. This house or that flip this, this. Yeah. Steal or deal, right. whatever. Right. You can stop paying attention for 21 minutes and you're still going to find out what happened. Yeah, I saw a really funny TikTok by this guy who's a hilarious TikToker and it was talking about the movie Cocaine Bear. And his review was, oh, yes. what do you need to know to go into this movie? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. If you have literally ever seen a movie, you will understand this movie. If you have ever heard the words cocaine and bear, you are prepared for this film. Like it was perfect. Like, okay, the, you don't. Your expectations will be like exactly met. Yeah. And there's really nothing to follow. You're either team bear or team human. And off we go. Can I give you a smaller one? I'm going to think less big and maybe this will work for you. I mean, yes, please. We're not magic. I want a hair care combo. And I've been looking for this for all my life, you guys. Shampoo, conditioner, spray, conditioner, you know, whatever. Selection of things and then the hair dryer, whatever. That leaves me with third day hair and not first day hair. Mm. I know what you're talking about. Like I wash my hair and I dry my hair and I spend so much time trying to make it like, you know, lay like I want it to lay. And instead I get like it gets very triangly. I get a little like Ramona Quimby very quickly. Mm, I know what you're talking about. Exactly. I feel this way sometimes about the beachy waves phenomenon on, you know, sprays and shampoos. Every once in a while, I'll get really good beach hair. Like it really is like salty, crunchy, beachy waves. And it doesn't come out of a bottle. There's no one who's replicated that like I've been three days at the beach and now my hair is weirdly perfect. There's nothing worse. And like you could like you looking at your roots like, OK, like the time has come. I'm going to have to wash my hair tomorrow. Like my hair looks amazing and I'm not going anywhere because it's day three. It's pajama hair. It's just how I want it. And now tomorrow I'm going out to dinner and I'm going to wash my hair and it's going to look 
insanely poofy and frizzy no matter what I do. I mean, maybe there's some ideas, guys. I don't think it's possible, but that's what I want. I want first day hair that looks like third day hair. Come at me. All right. I feel that's more attainable than your first. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly. I have another one that, again, this could happen. Mine are serious 80-20s. I feel like I mine are very close. I want a makeup line called, here's where this goes on your face. And every piece of makeup, you open it and it says, here's where this goes on your face. And it shows me. I don't want to watch TikTok videos. I don't want to do tutorials. Listen, I'm too old and will never be the person. Have you seen the thing on TikTok where people like, it looks like they're putting on like camouflage paint to be in like the jungle? But then to be like a leopard for Halloween, right? Right. And then, then they they blend it for a second and then suddenly they look like they don't have makeup on. Like mm-hmm. that ship has sailed without me. And I don't need to catch that ship. Whatever's going on with the contouring these days, that's like the 86 green and purple and gr- lines. I'm out. It's not happening for me. Yeah. But I would like a line of makeup called This Is Where This Goes On Your Face. And I open the blush and it says, this is where to put it on. Mm-hmm. And then the eyeshadow, especially, it's like... And like beyond like cheeks, you're not saying like this goes on your cheeks. You're saying this goes like put it on a sort of a C-shape curve start. Here. Right. Like start two inches away from your nose and three inches up from your mouth and then put this on there. What if I had a laser dot that pointed to the spot? That would be good. That would... Amy, now you've upped the game. Now you've upped the game. It opens up and it does like a Mission Impossible scan of your face. Yes. And then it shows you where to put it on your face. I just got some, it was in something that I got that was like full of free stuff. And it's like a blush that's on like a, it looks like lip gloss, but it's for your, it's blush. And I like the color, but every time I put it on, sometimes I look like a dewy maiden and sometimes I look like Krusty the Clown and there seems to be no in between. Mm. It's because I don't know where to place it on my face. The other thing with the makeup these days is like, it's all just like one stick, right? It's like cheeks, eyes, lips, and it's like you can mop your floor with it, whatever. It's too multitasky. You want makeup that's single use, not single use, single purpose. Single purpose. And extremely clear. I like that. Yeah. I mean, the lipstick I basically get, but that would be helpful to be like, what color should you use? Because... I don't know what color to use. Uh, my last one is probably also a little impractical, but I don't want to hear it. I want an eight, like a bank app on your phone that serves as an ATM. So you can withdraw money from the bank app on your phone and like the cash just spits out. I don't use cash that often in my life anymore. Like you open your phone and there's a $20 bill. I just get, I don't have to walk into the bank and go to the ATM. If I need cash, I can just get it from the bank app on my phone. I can't tell you why. You're getting awfully close to that wish, but it won't involve the cash. Like, I love the fact I was just on the subway in the city going to see my beloved Amy. And I do love that, like, I'm looking around for a card. You know, I got to go. I got to get my card. I got to swipe it. No, I just click, click on my phone, pay for the subway. Like, I do love the world in which I carry my phone everywhere. This is what I need. I need my driver's license to be on my phone. And then I only carry my phone everywhere. That's what I like. It's like click, click on the side of my phone. I wave it around and I pay for everything. I have a driver's license on my phone. Cash is obsolete, Amy. Cash is obsolete. I mean, I don't really drive. So that's like, I don't, I'm not going to be pulled over for speeding, um, but I might need my ID. Sometimes some, you know, bouncer at a bar or something will give me a hard time that I don't have an ID just to be a jerk. But most of the time, yeah, your ID on your phone works fine. But I'm talking about sometimes you need cash. Sometimes you do. And the reason this has gotten to be such a hassle is that you rarely need cash, but then you have to like tip the person that like groomed the dog and you need cash. And it just feels like this insurmountable thing. I have like 20 tiny checks because I still get checks from like being on Law and Order 25 years ago. So I have like $1.49 checks. I've got like a stack of them. I can barely close my wallet at this point because I can't deal with going to the bank and getting cash. And yes, I know I can do that on my app, but that seems like I just want this easier. Just go beep, bop, boop and spit out the cash when I need it twice a year. Is it too much to ask? You said you didn't want to hear anything, so I can't respond (laughs) at this time, Amy. I'm just going to say God bless you and keep you forever. And I have no response at this time. (laughs) I hope it works out for you with your phone that opens up and then is full of cash. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back with our listeners' ideas of what might be better if it was just a little bit different. Margaret, I've got a go-to baby shower gift that I give whenever there's another newborn in my life. Can you guess what it is? Amy, three guesses, first two don't count. It's Pampers Swaddlers. 
Exactly. Pampers Swaddlers keep baby skin dry, happy, and healthy. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better than the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist-approved by the Skin Health Alliance, hypoallergenic, and free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes are five times stronger, gripping mess more firmly, shall we say? say, and making diaper changes a breeze. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Amy, when I'm dehydrated, I get headaches. I get cranky and I don't feel good in general. Also, I am dehydrated a lot of the time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because being good with the water bottle is one thing, but getting that sodium and potassium with the fluids, turns out that is the key to staying optimally hydrated. So whether you're looking to hydrate during your workout, while traveling, or at the end of a long night, Sports Research Hydrate Electrolytes have got you covered with over 65 trace minerals, 7 essential vitamins, and coconut water powder. Crisp and refreshing without any sugar, this is hydration powered by Sports Research. Each box has 16 little stick packs that you can take on the go, whether you're headed to an exercise class, a night out with friends, or a podcasting conference. And did we mention they come in delicious flavors from raspberry lemonade to cherry pomegranate? Stay hydrated with Sports Research Hydrate Electrolytes. Visit sportsresearch.com and use the code WHATFRESH at checkout for 50% off your purchase of Hydrate. That's S-P-O-R-T-S-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H dot com, sportsresearch.com, and use code WHATFRESH for 50% off your Hydrate Electrolytes order. Amy, you know me well enough to know that my daily power breakfast is toast with peanut butter on top. Toast with peanut butter. It's also, by the way, one of my favorite power breakfasts. We agree on that thing. We were recently together and we shared some toast with peanut butter. And I'm going to tell you, we used Hero Bread. It adds even more protein and fiber to that combo without adding any more sugar. Hero Bread has remade the carby, empty calorie bread products into versions that include no net carbs, zero gram sugar, and fewer calories, plus more protein and fiber, while still being super fluffy and delicious. I was not sure that that particular combination was going to be possible, but Hero Bread has figured it out. Yeah, this is one I'm glad they let us try. It's like, it really tastes good. I've been trying to add more protein to my diet, and I would have thought that a hamburger rolls was not the place to do that, Amy. <laughs> but all of Hero Bread's products, from rolls to tortillas to croissants, we please, offer protein and fiber, zero to one grams of net carbs, and zero grams of sugar. Start your Hero Bread bundle on their website and get 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use the code MOTHERHOOD at checkout. I like this bread, people. It's H-E-R-O dot C-O and code MOTHERHOOD for 10% off your order of Hero Bread. All right, we're back. I'm going to start with Elizabeth because this was also one of mine. This is the one that Elizabeth stole from me. And this is right around the corner. We're going to be here within, I'm going to say, the next five years, max, maybe two years. Air tags, but super tiny and very cheap that attach to all the toddler items that get tossed from the stroller. Sippy cups, one shoe, one sock, the essential lovey. This is for sure worth a full-size air tag, hat, etc. These must be able to go through the laundry and work while covered in bodily fluids. This is coming for us, the sticker. So I am a very disorganized person, a kind of a whirling dervish at all times. As I mean, Amy and I were just about to record and I had put my earphones somewhere and I'm like, oh my God, hold on. I can't make them work. You know, I kind of live in the spin cycle of like, where is, where is, where is. Can I just suggest that we need the TJ Maxx person to come to your house and put the like tag that you can't remove, removing. I need this too, by the way, the headphones to the place where we record (laughs) so they can't walk away. Yes, except for then you're just constantly standing there like, will someone please, I had to go get cold sore medicine. I have a fever blister that comes out every once in a while. It's almost always when it's sunny, it was hot here. And then the only things that solves it is this thing that comes in a tube that is one inch long called a Breva. It's like the thing that stops fever blisters. And it works. 
but the tube is one inch long. And so, and I get a fever blister, I would say like maybe once a year, maybe every 18 months. So by the time I get a new one, the little one inch tube of Abriva is always missing, right? Like, yes, could I find somewhere to put it? I could, I feel I have, but the Abriva elves come in the night and steal my Abriva because I can never find it when I actually have it. They build their queen's house out of the Abriva. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I'm sure there's 45 <laughs> and they're like $27 for like a bottle this big. And I went to the, you know, pharmacy the other day. And of course, it's locked because it's whatever, $27 for a one inch bottle. So they have a little lock on it. So you can't just like that's why they're stealing yours. Yeah. Steal your Abriva, which I was sort of sympathetic to. And then it takes like 45 minutes for the person to come over and unlock your little thing of Abriva, by which point you have a fever blister already. So anyway, very annoying. What if you had an app on your phone that would just spit out the Abriva when you need it? I mean, it doesn't work, but, but what if it As soon did? as you get your cash, I need a phone that spits out Abriva, please. Right. And it's like once every 18 months only. I need like two days worth of Abriva once every 18 months. Once in a while. So this AirTags, yeah, I mean. But I love this AirTag idea. So I have a wallet and I have an AirTag in my wallet. And I would say maybe once a day, maybe every other day, I ping my wallet like you can ping your phone. And that's how I always find my wallet because I just walk in and throw my purse wherever and then it gets stuff. I can never find it. And it's the greatest. And I always think I need it. Now I need an air tag for all the other things that are always missing. My keys, my this, my that. And I love an air tag. I'm a huge fan of an air tag. The air tag itself needs an upgrade where it's like you're getting warmer, you're getting warmer. Like it. You have to be standing near the thing for it to beep, but it doesn't tell you how close you are. Okay. So I have to walk around with my phone in the air like a maniac, like just rehitting. Like a metal detector, like the guy on the beach, like waving back and forth. Yeah, but even a metal detector beeps faster when you're closer. This is just like you're looking for a connection and you're lost in space. Oh, it's a metaphor for life. You're looking for connection. It sure <laughs> is. Just looking for connection. Lauren says there should be playgrounds, but with lifeguards. I thought this was a great one. I would love that when my kids were younger, to have a lifeguard that's just like blow the whistle. Because then you're not like, ah, oh, that kid is kind of, you know, throwing sand in my kid's face. You've got a third party that's just like the whistle blows and everybody stops. You've got a non-judgmental uh, dictator. Yeah. Like you've got a benevolent dictator. Yes. Yeah. We had this in L.A. There was a restaurant that had a kid's play place and we would drop the kids off in the play place and then eat. You were in the same room, but you couldn't really see your kids. I think they encouraged you to like leave your kid in there. But every once in a while, like one of the helpers would bring your kid over and be like, oh, they were looking for you, you know, and it was kind of this concept. I think the liability problems are really high because this is a million dollar idea. Yeah. And you're right. I was thinking because you don't want to have to pay attention to your kid, but I didn't even think about your genius angle, which is they can do the inter-parent. The man says, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The man says you have to stop doing that. Right. Like that kid is kind of annoying my kid, but I'm not really supposed to get involved. Right. The lifeguard's there. They'll step in if it gets too much. That's a very good idea. A million dollar idea if you can figure out the liability insurance. I mean, we're going to go with that. Mara says a vacuum, but only for Legos, not mud, dust, crumbs, <laughs> hair, etc. It only picks up Legos. This is like your hair magnet. Remember your hair magnet idea from a different? Yes. We were talking about how <laughs> hair gets everywhere. And Amy wanted a magnet that only collected hair. Like a giant one. You know, like a giant, like round. It looks like a ring light. And you turn it on like it would suck it from all over the house. Yeah. And it just sucks it up. Oh, my gosh. We have another one. You kept referring to it as a magnet. And I was like, no, a magnet doesn't actually do that that way. But you understand that you're in an imaginary land. I have to. You want a hair magnet. This person wants a Lego vacuum. Right. She doesn't need the other stuff, the hair and the whatever. And with the dog hair, she just wants the Legos. I think she should have that. Elaine, I wanted to skip to this one because Elaine's idea was related. She said she wanted a kitchen floor that could sort of self-suck away all the mess and spills. That it could just kind of go like zoop, like my hair magnet. I have often talked about this concept that you do the kitchen floor with a slant towards a drain. And then at the end of the night, just a slight slant, right? Water just whooshes down and cleans everything. Like it's like a kill room. Like you just use, you, you hose it all down at the end and everything goes into the drain. 
and it just washes. And it's a slight, yeah, it's like an inch, but it's enough for the water to run. Slight, ang- just enough of an angle for everything to run into the drain. So Elaine says that she wanted this a, a kitchen floor that sucks away this, the mess. And Rachel replied and said, there's something called baseboard central vacuums, that this is already a thing. To which Elaine said, okay, then fine that, but it needs to also spray and wash. It can't just be dry stuff. Let me tell you that we have, I'm not going to name any company names here, but there is a carpet sweeper that is a robot that sweeps your carpets. And I find ours to be extremely effective. I love the robot vacuum. Yes. And then we decided as a holiday gift, my husband and I went in together for the robot mop. And it, like the robot vacuum, it runs around and it sprays like water and detergent out of its nose. And then it's like little feet are like scrubby thingies. Let me tell you, they have not perfected that technology. You're anthropomorphizing your robot mop. They have not perfected it? No, no. I was so excited. It, does, it really doesn't work at all. Okay. I went out after a year of trying to coax the robot mop into mopping. I went out and got one of those like $2 like ones that's like squeak, squeak. And you like pull the handle and it rinses out the sponge. And my floor is clean for the first time in a year because the robot has nothing on the squeak, squeak mop, like nothing, like a $400 piece of technology. And it's much less effective than a $10 mop. That's unfortunate. Sarah says there should be a car that fills itself up with gas while she stays in her seat and just scrolls. A self-filling gas. That does seem... That seems to me 80-20. That seems close by. I just showed my 14-year-old how to gas my car this week. And he's like, why do I need to know this? I'm not driving. And I was like, I didn't have children so that I could pump my own gas, get out of the car and pump my gas. So I have this invention already. It's called the 13-year-old. I love that. I just had to show my 18-year-old. Again, I'm a New York City person. So my 18-year-old who's just learning how to drive how to pump gas. Why should I have to make, because someday you won't be with me and you might need gas in your car. Maybe Sarah's future will come for us before then. But yeah, you need to know how to pump gas, which seems like it's going to be incredibly complicated until you do it. Yeah, it's possible. But until then, just have a child who grows to the age of 12 and then you have this invention already. Kim says ketchup packets that hold more than a tiny drop of ketchup. So you don't have to use 47 of them for one order of French fries. I want a vacuum that vacuums all the ketchup off of the world and takes it to the planet of doom where it belongs. <laughs> Just this morning, I have a kid who it does not like a lot of breakfast foods. And so we've started having steak. He started having a lot of steak for breakfast. Don't, I mean, not like we're not talking about like filet mignon, but like a steak on a pan, like a, like steak and eggs, but without eggs. And he likes ketchup on it. And for some reason, the smell of ketchup at 630 in the morning, I just want to barf. It's so gross. So I don't want any ketchups in the world, but I could see where like, why are we doing this in packet form? Like there's got to be a better way. Why are they? Yeah. Why are those packets so tiny? Megan says there should be some kind of a toy retrieval system in a car or a sheet, she says, or like a sheet that just guides the toys back to the car seat for the side of the car seat you can't reach. This is when like you're driving, your kid is in the car seat in the back. They dropped their little truck and now they're crying. There's a toy retrieval system or like a sheet. It seems to me that this would need to be built. I'm just spitballing here, Amy. I'm just thinking this idea through. The toys themselves should have some, like the robot vacuum. When it's done vacuuming, it goes back to its home base. Oh, yes, it does. Like the toys should have a retrieval system within them, although it would involve some flying, I think. So it's not a non-complicated solution. Could the air tag that was attached to it in case it gets the very cheap and reproducible and waterproof air tag also have a, I don't know, a propeller? Yes. Yeah. I think we're going to have to workshop this one. It's We're not that close to it, I don't think. We're not that close. Sadiq says a la carte cable packages where you only pay for the channels you want. You don't have to pay for 16 versions of ESPN just to get the Food Network. I feel like... This is what we've gone for in their new age, but it has ended up more expensive than ever. Like, Right. Just have 35 streaming subscriptions. Now I have 4,000 subscriptions to different things. And then like the one time my father-in-law visits while the golf tournament is on, now suddenly I have like golfnetorama.com <laughs> slash app. Like I want 
to just, I think I'm ready to go a la carte. Like, I'll give you a dollar to watch this show today. And that's it. Well, I don't even want the whole channel. Two, if it's something I can play Candy Crush. I want to pay a dollar. Right. You, like, if this, is, if this is a show I can also play Candy Crush, I'll pay $2. I'll pay $2 and you tell me <laughs> if I could play Candy Crush. And if not, I'm going to need names on all the shirts <laughs> that explain yeah. their character's history and how they relate to each other and which one they are. You know, this should be achievable like now. Like, this should already be a thing. It's not because the cable companies like to charge us for ESPN. So I don't know. I don't know why this isn't already achievable, but we get to keep dreaming on this one. Seems so close. So within our grasp, Amy. Why? Amanda says toilet flushes and hand dryers in public bathrooms, but quieter for the love of Pete. They are the loudest. I would like, can I hang something from the bottom of this? Amanda, can I add the auto flush in the toilet, but it's triggered by your like opening the stall door because you're done. Yes. Or at least standing up, right? Like, I don't want to be in the enclosed space with the, like, sonic for 30 seconds. Yeah. No, thanks. I, really, I try to get out of there as soon as possible. But you, you're not right. in control. You're, like, of rushing away. Yeah. Yeah. No. Especially, yeah. Toilet technology seems like it. there's some room for improvement in general. Like, couldn't a little cover? Why are they so different? than at home. Well, I think in public, people don't flush. I think it's a societal problem. It starts with the man in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Not me, because I mean, and not you, (laughs) but I mean, it starts with the society in the mirror. Like people are gross in bathrooms, I guess. And so we have to then make up for their grossness with auto flush. It is. It's a lot. But why do flushes in public bathrooms are like an order of magnitude, like 8x what we have in our houses? And it's just sort of like, what are you expecting to happen I here? I bet if you really wanted to dig down, you would figure <laughs> out why. It's because like, I don't want to know why. <laughs> There's a reason. No, you don't want to ask too many questions. But I think we have to blame this one on personal societal responsibility. Like people have made bad choices. It feels like everything about public bathrooms is is problematic the toilet paper flung everywhere the soupy floors like right paper towels are terrible there's a lot of room for improvement yeah apple turn your we don't need any we don't need less ports at this point right stop removing places to plug things in we don't need you to update (laughs) the ports anymore we need you to turn your i want i bathroom you know what i mean i want like imac i want i bathroom user interface this is where this goes. <laughs> Very I want an Apple-like user interface where, like, I don't know, something happens that laser dots. I don't have yeah. to think about it anymore. <laughs> All right. Chew on that one, Apple, and we will be right back. Margaret, I've been at the research again, looking into metabolic health and more importantly, metabolic flexibility, which turns out is the key to improved energy levels, better sleep, better fitness, all the things. And I found out about all this because we got a chance to try Lumen, the first handheld device that helps you manage your metabolic health. Lumen works when you breathe into it. If you do that first thing in the morning or after a workout, Lumen measures your metabolism by measuring the amount of carbon dioxide in your breath. It's science, people. That lets you see exactly what's going on in your body in real time. Then you use Lumen's app to get tailored guidance to improve your sleep, your nutrition, even stress management. If you're interested in figuring out the effects of different sorts of foods on your body, Lumen is a really cool way to see what's actually happening as your body burns different fuel sources. If you want to take the next step in improving your health, go to lumen.me and use fresh to get $100 off your lumen. That is l-u-m-e-n dot m-e, lumen.me and use the code fresh at checkout for $100 off. Thank you, Lumen, for sponsoring this episode. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. 
So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. And now, yoga poses for moms from the What Fresh Hell podcast. The here comes the PTA president with her sign-up clipboard. Move to the rear side of your parked vehicle. Firmly plant both feet. Bend at the waist and insert your head into the trunk until the threat has passed. The dinnertime multitasker. Use your right arm to continue stirring the sauce. Extend that left leg and spread your toes to grasp the handle of the refrigerator door that one of your kids left open. Extend that leg further and shut the door. The, are you sure that's where you left it? Spread your feet, soften your knees. Reach your head towards the floor and turn to one side. Some of us can see our kids' math homework under the bed. Turn to the other side. Maybe some of us can find that homework under the couch. Keep going until that homework is found. The human play gym. Extend your hands to either side. Allow one child to dangle from each arm. Children kicking you in the midriff is not part of this exercise, but it may happen. The downward-facing drool. Lay flat on the floor, face down. Give up. Regret all life choices. This has been Yoga Poses for Moms. From the What Fresh Hell podcast. All right, Kelly says, and this is like, you know, I had three kids in car seats at the same time. Three car seats that can fit across the back seat. Like, yes. Or back seats that can accommodate three car seats, one or the other. I, one of the other people, people kind of goof on the minivan, but at a certain point, I was like, it's either this or like permanently lose two fingers as I try to wedge buckles in between three car seats that don't fit in the back. It seems like crazy. Yeah. Car seat to back seat. It's like, you know how they people like comedians joke that like you get eight hamburgers with 12 hamburger buns. Like, can't we all just get together and figure out like, let's sell the same amount of hot dogs and buns. Like, let's just make a pact as a nation. Can we just figure out the car seat and the car thing? Like, or make a, what do you call that? Like a sedan, I guess. Like just a five-seater car that's like fits car seats. Yeah. It's not four feet wider. Make it like an inch and a half wider. Because it's the uh, rock and a hard place that parents are always put in. Like first, now, yes, your kid is being a booster till they're like fully 11, right? (laughs) And... You can't fit three in a row. And people will be like, so don't have three kids that close space. Like, we're not talking that close space. We're talking like an eight-year-old and still in a booster because she's little and a five-year-old. Yeah. And also, hi, don't tell me what to do with my body. How dare you? Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mind your business. We're mothers. It's wonderful. But yeah, you can't fit. My friend did have three kids. I had a minivan. This is how I solved this problem. My friend was like, you know, living the lie that she didn't have to deal with a minivan. I think she got one eventually when she had four kids. But the three kids, she had it figured out. I should have her on to explain to us. It was like this kind of car and this kind of car seat. But I remember there was a little bit of a MacGyver involved. Like, it's a booster, but if you put this buckle on it, then it's a forward-facing. And she figured it out. But it took a lot of time and effort, I recall. I never figured it out. I just had to, when I got a third child, I just committed to the minivan at that point. I feel, and I just, this is just coming to me, but I mean, again, it doesn't seem like that hard. Like we got to get this five point restraint harness down and more automated. Like why can't it be like a roller coaster ride where it's like click, click? Like why does it involve like pinching the baby's chest or pinching my fingers? Like shouldn't there just be like a junk, junk, like things that just come in and over? Like I'm picturing like Doc Ock in the Spider-Man movies or like Iron Man's helmet, how it closes together i guess those are fictional (laughs) but yeah it should just oh right (laughs) i don't feel i was just thinking about this the years of my life i spent buckling kids in who were screaming no pinches because like you only pinch them once and then they're just traumatized for life yeah that you mean the thing like sort of down like between their legs where the diaper is like yeah Oh, that thing. Yeah, yeah. It's the thing that comes across the chest, but it's like two pieces of hard plastic that stick together. And if you're pushing it towards them, you can pinch their little flesh in there. And it hurts. So Pamela says, I loved this one, a pediatrician appointment, but to find out your kids' shoe sizes. She says, could kids' 
shoe sizes just become more clear? We just went from 13.5 to one. What? There are toddler sizes, little kid sizes, big kid sizes, and adult <laughs> sizes, which start when? Good question, Pamela. I still don't know. I think I'm smart, says Pamela, but I just don't get it. Okay. I don't think a doctor needs to be involved in this, but I hear what Pamela is saying. And this is, I think the solution is not to involve a medical professional, but to have the shoe sizes be negative until one. Like you should start. Well, I guess <laughs> as I say that, I realize the problem is that you don't know how far back you'd have to go, but maybe you just start at like a negative 20. And then maybe your kid's first shoe is like a negative 10. But then you could count up to one and then you start on regular shoes. And when zero, like when it switches from 13.5 to one, we're switching from negative numbers to positive numbers. Yeah, we just we have to figure out this system because agreed that like how many times have I bought shoes online? One way to do this is we used to go to our local shoe store and they had the little shoe thing that you step your heel against and it measures your foot. Get some pretzel rods while you're there. Like now, but I try to order stuff online and often I mean, we've given away a lot of shoes that we ordered online and we were thought we were getting a size three and we were getting a size three toddler instead of a size three normal. Yes. And figuring out that's why I want to I want to make a very clear delineation, negative and positive. Or we just do 13.5 and then the next size is you know 14 it's not one we just keep going which would mean i'd be wearing like a size like 43 shoe but that's okay i'll take that fall rather than have this be so confusing no i think we have to start in the negatives and then just we go to positive at size one now you're a real human you're wearing real shoes <laughs> or just gonna be to around kindergarten yeah that's fine with me start because it's too confusing otherwise okay well, what about the doctor's office? If you can't get your kid's shoe sizes there, Mary Katniss says, what about being able to text your doctor's office for minor things? I feel this one. She sets the scene. She says, my boy had pink eye for the fourth time. I knew what it was. I just needed more drops. He's screaming in the background. I'm on hold with his doctor's office while trying to change his poopy diaper. Can't I just text, hi, you know, pink eye again. Can you refill the conjunctivitis prescription, please? Thank you. I think we're pretty close on this. Yeah. But yes. The telehealth that started during the pandemic, I feel like was great for that kind of like, mm -hmm. hey, here's my kid. That's pink eye, right? Okay, take his temperature. Okay, it's this. Okay, this will be called in and then the pharmacy will deliver it. I was reading a book by a person who was rich. It was a memoir. And there was a lot of things <laughs> in it that were about richness that I was like, oh, that huh? it's a great title. A person who was rich. A person who was rich. It was rich. Richness was sort of incidental to the book, but there was definitely a lot of the things about being rich that actually didn't sound that fun to me. Like it definitely sounded like a lot of like, you always have to like be in some like name brand outfit and you, you know, you could feel the pressure of always trying to like look a certain way. And like, you can't wear the black yoga pants if you're rich. Like you have to wear something that looks a certain way, but at some point, they were talking about how their doctor comes to their house for all of their appointments. Like, that's rich. Like, their doctor and does, and there, a nurse comes and does blood draws for the kids and stuff. I was like, okay, I do that part of rich. I want, I want the like, a doctor comes to your house and takes care of you. And basically, like, the thing that struck me about the rich lifestyle was, Everything was just delivered, like stuff kept getting delivered to their house that I would never think about, like pharmacy stuff. And, oh, they were having a party and like bottles of alcohol were being delivered. I was like, that that seems like a very appealing part of being rich, but none more appealing than I don't go to the doctor. The doctor comes to me. Yeah, that's a pretty good one, especially when you're it's your kid with strep throat and you know it's strep throat. I agree. This is we're close on this one. This is one of the more achievable ones that we've talked about. All right, here's another one that I think should be very possible. I guess we're still dreaming this. Kara says, what about streaming music that you like as an adult? Your kids are in the car, but it's not kids' music. It's music for you, but with no surprise curse words. Kara says, yes, these are called radio edit stations, and there's like three of them, but she's like, why isn't this I was going to say, this exists already. Apple Family Pop Playlist. We listen to it all the time in the car. Is it like kids' pop? No, it's not like kids' pop. Okay. No, no, no. It's not kids pop. 
It's like clean versions of all the songs you like. But like top 40. These exist. It's called radio edits. But it's like hits one kind of stuff. It's hits one, but it's just a radio edit. So you don't get this exists already. Wish, wish no more. Just find radio edit stations on Spotify. But no, it doesn't mean kids bop, but it is just radio edit versions. But it is sort of like Taylor Swift. It's not like if she wants to listen to. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Cardi. I mean, it's not Cardi B because like maybe you couldn't do it with Cardi B. But even with Cardi B, you're like, yeah, it just it beeps out the words because everybody still produces radio edits of their songs because you there still is terrestrial radio. So you can't play curse words on FM radio. And so all the artists still release a radio edit of most songs. So it's just a radio edit station. Like even Kanye. So you can listen to Kanye and there's radio edits. All right, Karish. Apparently this is available already. This exists. Wish no longer. She said, like, I know I know radio edits, but there's like three of those. I'm talking like all of it. She wants there to be like a toggle switch in your streaming app, which I get. Like, and now I can listen to any song and I'll just bleep out the curse word. I mean, we're not quite there, but yeah, I mean, this is, you're pretty close. If you're going to be a stickler, yes. Like you can't just be like, Turn on the radio and hear a great song. Well, you could just listen to FM radio, I guess. That is what FM radio is, but as commercials. Emily has, I feel like going back to your original wish, I feel like Emily is onto something here. I want women's clothes to be measured like men's clothes, inches, centimeters around the waist, length, etc. And I would really love for bra sizing to be more intuitive. I need clothes shopping to be better. I do think that it must be that the variables for women are so minute that they can't really do this. Cause I, I just, I'm working on a play and I was just doing measurements for men's suits and it's like, Oh, he needs a 34 by 32. And that's just his waist versus his legs. Like, that's right. Why can't we do that? I just need a 38 by 40, whatever. Like it, it was so eye opening to me that my husband's pant size are his waist and his distance from hip to ankle. And he knows, like, talk about the going back to the boutique where everything will fit you. Right. Like my kids all, uh, my boys both have to wear, um, like khakis, you know, to school. And my kid in college now, like he doesn't wear jeans. He like wears these like broken in, you know, chinos. He likes those better than jeans. But anyway, yeah, like he can walk into any store anywhere in the world and be like, send me to this rack with this size, anything that's on this rack, I can, I don't have to try it on. I just know it'll fit me. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What kind of world is that? Yeah. That's exactly how it is with, that's what we're doing is like, all right, give me your measurements. We're going to go and get you a 34, 36, and then we're going to bring it back and it's going to fit you. It might need to be hemmed a half an inch to fit you like bespoke. The bra sizing thing is almost like, like, the tax industry and the IRS and stuff like they don't want to make it too simple. I feel like when was the last time you got like fitted for a bra by like a lady with a tape measure on her neck and some pins in her mouth? That would be on the 12th of never, Amy, on the 12th of never. (laughs) I did it a couple years ago after noticing that my bras like seemed like they didn't, you know, fit me the way they used to. I was so far off. Like she, I said, I think I'm this. She looked at me. You know, she just scanned me with her robot mind and was like, you're this. And I was like, it was between like the number and like the cup size. It was at once way larger and way smaller than anything I had ever considered. And she was exactly right. I was so far off, but they are very complicated. Yeah. I mean, I should probably do that. I've kind of gone to the bras that don't fit phase of my life, which is just (laughs) like comfy bras. This can't be fixed. Like stretchy ones. Yeah, I just am sort of like, I love like the new, like the t-shirty bra. Like it's not like a no support, but it's just kind of uh, straps on like a piece of a t-shirt, basically. Like I don't mess around. Although I did at some point have to do something on a television appearance and the person was like, you need a bra. Like they were basically like, that is not actually a bra that you have on. And like, they had to get me like a underwire, like shapey shape bra because I guess it looks bonkers, but it's not really my problem, people. Yeah. I had, I was lucky enough to have somebody right dressing me for TV who turned me on to like, you need this kind of bra. It looks like the center clothes. It's, it's nice to have that advice once in a while. Treat yourself because you will never be wronger in your life than about your own bra size, as it turns out. Someday I'm hoping to be rich enough that the bra lady will just show up at my house and do this for me. 
I think what we really need is billions of dollars, Amy, because we could fix almost all of these things. To make all of things. You useful. don't need a phone that turns into an ATM if you just have a minion who runs to the ATM for you or someone who drops cash off at your house whenever you need it. True. True. Get on that. Solved it. Yeah, we solved it, as always. Oh, my gosh. This was so much fun. I'll put the link in the show notes to all the answers to this very funny question, because we love our Facebook group and all the super funny and useful conversations that you guys have there. Friends, it's been a while since we asked you to rate and review our podcast, but we want you to do so. Ratings and reviews are one of those things that really helps new listeners find the podcast. So please take a minute in whatever app you're listening and rate and review the podcast, especially listen. If you don't like it, I'm going to say rate and review it to your spouse or friend. But if you do Inside. like it, rate and review it for public <laughs> consumption on the app you are currently yes. listening to. I mean, if you really hate the podcast and you've made it, made it to minute 43, I mean, I have some questions for you. So please, please rate and review wherever you're listening. It will really help us out. And with that, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts.